Well, hello, everybody. I am here again. Um, I mentioned in a podcast or two ago that I was looking at rebranding this podcast just so that it kind of fit a little bit more what I wanted to do and what I wanted to share. Excuse me. And um, I've renamed it. I'll be sharing um, the name and the logo along with this episode. Um, So this for me is going to be season three, episode one. So this is, um, I'm able to kind of um, mark them down into episodes. And this is how I'm going to start with this new name. So um, what I've kind of tried to sum up my experiences in with recording this podcast is I guess learning how to how to deal with an ever-changing path in life that you are not prepared for and that you're not aware of um you know life throws curved balls all the time and as soon as you think your feet are on the ground and you're ready to run again something generally changes and it's all things that are out of our control and so um Today's kind of been a really odd day. Um, I've been lacking sleep and proper sleep for a little bit. And I know that that kind of makes a difference. Um, Something in in AA that uh, is discussed and something throughout my sobriety journey that I've really realized is when you are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, um, it tends to obviously, at least for me, trigger some sort of feeling of impatience and selfishness and anxiousness. Um, And so those words together, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, spell out halt. And so it reminds me to kind of pull on my reins and halt and remember, you know, am I feeling this way because I am either hungry angry, lonely, or tired. And, um, I think a lot of those are kind of applying to me, um, today. And so I think that my mood reflects a lot of that. And so, um, acceptance is key and I'm learning to try to deal with that right now. Um, this podcast might be a little bit everywhere because my mind is just in a million different places right now. Um, tomorrow's December 1st. December is always a tough month for me. Um, my dad passed in December of 2020, um, three days before Christmas. And so the start of December in any year for me always just triggers something. And, uh, and I realize that, and it's a lot easier to try to manage these emotions and these feelings when I can come to that conclusion. Um, there's also just a lot of changes, I guess, um, you know, at home and personal life and, and, uh, work life and just everything. It's busy. The holidays are here. The kids have so much stuff going on at school. It's just a time of the year that although it's very joyful and happy, um, there's still a lot of pain. There's a lot of stress. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of, like riding a unicorn through a fire. I don't know how I just came up with that. 
but you know, it's, it's like you're on this, this great journey, but you know, everything around you is crumbling or falling apart or the stress or the anxiety of situations and of the day or the season is just creeping up behind you. And I think that really just reminds me how powerful the mind is. Um, and when I say that it's because for me, my mind can do some crazy things and some very strong feelings can come out. Um, but as long as I pull out one of my tools from my toolbox and learn that I have to accept it, that that's what's happened and I can't change anything about it. And, uh, when I realize, you know, that I have everything that I need in order to successfully complete the rest of the day, it might not have gone as planned, but, uh, there's a reason for it. And I might not know that reason now. But, you know, I just, um, I left, just left the nursing home visiting my grandmother. And, um, again, I've probably talked about it in, in past podcasts, but, you know, since the end of August, there's just been continuous, um, situations that we've had to deal with, with her health. And, you know, I've been a part of it along with my aunts and my mom and, and uh, family members, you know, trying to take care of it. And uh, I'm very blessed to be in that circle of people that's able to care for her. And I'm very grateful that she looks forward to seeing me almost every night. Um, the nights that I take off when I do call her and say, you know, I worked late tonight or, you know, the kids are just not cooperating tonight. They're few and far between the nights I don't go. But she always reminds me that I have to take care of myself. And even though she's sad that I'm not there that night, you know, it does kind of flick a light in my, in my brain to remind me that, uh, that it's okay to miss a night if I need to, because I can't take care of her if I don't take care of myself. And so, you know, today was a good day for her. And she mentioned, it's it's just weird how things that you need to hear come out in different ways when you really need to hear it. Um, prior to going to see her tonight, I was kind of faced with a difficult realization about something. And, um, and it, it's not that it really needs to be to get into, but in my, uh, in my sobriety, and in my program of AA, um, I'm working through right now making amends to people that I've created harm to, um, and I need to be willing to make those amends. And I am willing to make those amends because it's taken me a long time to realize the damage that I've done when I was drinking and when I was in the, in the prime heaviness of my addiction and, um, and I have to take accountability for that now. So, you know, first of all, I have to be willing, which I am. No matter the outcome, I'm willing to make these amends. And, uh, you know, it, it took me a few days to figure out who I wanted to start with. It was pretty quite easy to make my list of people that I have to check off and, and make amends to. But, uh, you know, I decided who I wanted to start with and... 
and I uh, wrote what I wanted to say and um, I've realized today after two days that um, I've been trying to find a way to reach out to this person and I don't have a way and the people that do I guess know how to reach her um, have told her that uh, that I'm looking to send her a letter or contact her and and uh, she's aware of it but um, that's kind of where it's left and and you know it was it's it's really painful I, I had a hard time trying to figure out well like why can't I make this amends like why won't she let someone give me her phone number or her email address or a way to contact her and um and then I remember something that I heard in a meeting that I went to a few weeks back um and to kind of sum it up it it was pretty much that you know as an alcoholic in an active addiction um there was a lot of situations I put myself in and that I put other people in that were not safe and that were unfair and that were selfish of me to do and um it's hard to admit that However, I realized that, um, especially for some of the people on my list, it's been a lifetime of hurt that I've caused. And so, you know, I'm only, not that I'm only, but I am two years sober. And uh, I can't expect someone that I've caused a lot of harm and pain to. And a lot of it I actually... I can't narrow it down. I can't sum it up because I was in active addiction. and A lot of the things I don't know and don't remember what I did. But I know that there's pain there and that there's, you know, that a lot of it was caused by myself. And so um, I've been struggling with knowing that this person is aware that I'm trying to reach out and that uh, there's no response and and immediately, you know, I reached out to my sponsor and I and I said this, I said, how do I deal with this? Like, I want to do good and I want to send this and I am making my amends and why won't she, you know, let me have a way of reaching out to her? And it was made clear to me um, many times, uh, even what my sponsor said is not anything new. I've no, I know this. Um, she said, you know, pretty much that uh, we can't expect anyone else to be ready to hear what we have to say. And it's not about me. And um, and that's the thing with addiction is that uh, generally the mindset around an addictive person or someone who suffers with addiction is that they're very selfish. And so... Um, yeah, I just really had to remind myself of that. And once I heard that and once I processed that things, um, you know, my heart rate slowed down a bit and my panic went away. Um, it's still all a little bit there in the back of my mind, but, uh, I definitely do feel a little bit better about it. Um, because when and if the time is ever right, 
then um, I can make that amend properly. But until then, I've done what I can do and I have to accept the outcome of it. Um, and so that's just kind of where and what I've been processing this evening, um, along with a few other things that I'm just not, I guess, quite ready to talk about just yet. But it, it all sums it up in the same way is that, you know, um, I have to remember that um, not everything is about me and that I have to accept what comes my way and, and how people react or speak with me. Um, and what I do with that is my decision. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of sums up, you know, where today's been. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on is that I have posted on social media, you know, like, what is something that you're struggling with? And like, what do you want to hear someone like talk about? Or what is something that you just really could use some help or insight on or like a feeling of not feeling like you're all alone dealing with this. And you know, a few good ones came up today. And over the last few days, actually, uh, quite a bit of good ones. Um, but I'll touch on maybe one or two. Um, one of them, or I, I guess I'll, I'll bundle two together. You know, one one person said to me, you know, how do you deal with... Um, having to in her in in this situation of this person it was you know how do you deal with having um a family in a sense kind of almost like how do I word this not split up physically but like having to deal with the way things are in the economy and in life and having to have a family where, you know, both parents are not present at the same time because of work schedules and everything. And like, how do you keep that all together? And like, how do you manage that? You know, like, I work in the mornings and, and my spouse works in the evenings and the kids are at school during the day. And like, there just never seems to be a moment where, you know, we're all together. And like, you kind of miss that connection. And like, how do you just physically, mentally, emotionally get through that? Um, and in a sense, yeah, I definitely can, can relate with that. You know, I think something that has helped me and I won't speak for my family, but that has helped me as a wife and as a mother and even just as a soul individual is that again, it kind of all surrounds itself around acceptance, you know, um, if you're put into a situation like that, especially with us, like we are in a similar situation where we don't see much of each other, me and my, me and my husband, um, the times that me and my husband and the kids are all in the same room, um, sometimes are very, hard to deal with because there's a lot of emotions flying you know I had a long day he had a long day the kids had a long day everyone got to bed maybe too late or woke up too early and just how do you manage all of that and to me it all comes back to acceptance because there's nothing you can do about that situation you're in that situation because 
that's the way you need it to be right now, whether it's financially, whether it makes sense for, you know, daycare purposes. I think that's also something that was mentioned. Um, you know, things are expensive. The economy is insane right now. And even to full-time hardworking parents, it's near impossible to keep up with the ever-changing fluctuation in things and the cost of daycare. And, you know, especially if you're, if you don't maybe have, um, friends or family that are available during that exact time where you can lean on them, you know, um, acceptance, like it's just, it's hard, but you have to realize, I think everything for me just always comes back to, it's not about me. It really isn't, you know, you're, you're allowed to worry about your own self care, but at the end of the day, why are you in this situation? Okay. So why do you need to work this time? Your, your spouse works this time and, um, the kids are at school, you know, you can't, or you don't want to put that extra money out to daycare because it's just ridiculous. And how do you manage not having all that like time together and those moments and those memories and, you know, you feel like you're working yourself into the ground in order to not have anything to, to like hold, to show what you did for. But at the end of the day, for me, you know, the moments that I do get to share with my kids, whether it's a snuggle at 3am because someone woke up with a bad dream, or whether it's a nice warm cooked meal you know, a nice big family meal that I actually have time to cook because it's a weekend. Um, I think it's just a matter of like being able to reflect on those good moments and you can feel those bad moments, but just don't let them kind of dwell too long, you know, feel your feelings, but then remember that acceptance is key and, um, Move along with it the best that you can. Um, I find that it's very hard at times when, you know, maybe you have that type of thought process and your significant other is on a different wavelength. Like, those are things that are uncontrollable and something I've kind of realized is I can't control how he thinks or processes or answers or reflects I can't control that. All I can do is um, take and accept it and um, do the best that I can with that information or with that reaction. Um, so definitely not alone. I think especially nowadays, a lot of um, families are in this and I truly believe that it can... Um, chip away at those family walls and uh it can it can completely tear them down if you let it so I think that um yeah you just you just have to work with it the best way that you can and realize that you need to accept the things you cannot change um and, and not to dwell on them, right? 
something that we say in program. And again, I, I, you know, I don't want to feel like this isn't relatable to people, but if you just listen to the words and replace the word God with whatever you feel your higher power is, whether it's nature or your friends or, um, doesn't matter, but you know, we say God, so I'll say higher power, whoever you are, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to make or the wisdom to know the difference. So if, if I break those words up and you just try to process that, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Okay. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I find that so powerful because for me, when I break that down, I'm like, whoa, it really does make sense. So those of you who are struggling with... um you know, trying to to keep your family dynamic together or struggling to celebrate the holidays on your own this year, maybe without your kids or without your spouse or without a loved one. Or maybe it's, you know, um, you've lost your job and you're looking for a new work and you can't find anything. Or whether it's, um, it can be anything anything, 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 anything. It doesn't just have to do with addiction. It doesn't just have to do with loss. It doesn't have to do with grief. It can, it can, you can put those words into any physical situation that you can imagine or anything emotionally that you're handling. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. You can't change them. So give me serenity to accept that accept the things I cannot change and then give me the courage so give me the strength to change the things that I actually can change give me the strength to you know pull my pants up and and get it done but if if I can change it but then give me the wisdom so give me the brain power behind it to know the difference between those two things what you can change and what you cannot change With that, I'm going to call it a night. Um, I am very tired, as I mentioned in the beginning, and I think I just need to try to get some quality self-care rest time in tonight. Um, My only purpose with this podcast is to empower and try to share how I walk on my crooked, broken down, dead end path. Sometimes, you know, I have no control over what is going to happen. So, um, creating awareness around the things that I struggle with 
and empowering some some help to try to navigate that path that you did not ask for. Um, have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you on episode two.